Malachi chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my fear? Says the Lord of hosts to you, O priests who despise my name. But you say, How have we despised your name? By offering polluted food upon my altar. But you say, How have we polluted you? By saying that the Lord's table may be despised. When you offer blind animals in sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame or sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show you favor, says the Lord of hosts? And now entreat the favor of God that he may be gracious to us. With such a gift from your hand, will he show favor to any of you, says the Lord of hosts? Oh, that there were one among you who would shut the doors, that you might not kindle fire on my altar in vain. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. For from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations. And in every place incense will be offered to my name and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you profane it when you say that the Lord's table is polluted and its fruit, that it's, that is its food, may be despised. But you say, what a weariness this is. And you snort at it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring what has been taken by violence or is lame or sick. And this you bring is your offering. Shall I accept that from your hand? Says the Lord. Cursed be the cheat who has a male in his flock and vows it and yet sacrifices to the Lord what is blemished. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so the conversation between Israel and uh, and the Lord continues today. And, you know, well, one of the really interesting, uh, I guess, refrains in today's reading is God continually refers to himself as the Lord of hosts. And, you know, that's the, the most prominently used name in this passage. And uh, I, I love how the NLT translates the Lord of hosts because I think a lot of us hear Lord of hosts and we're like, oh yeah, that's a name for God. Um, the New Living Translation uh, uses the phrase "the Lord of Heaven's armies," and mm-hmm. I just think that is very compelling um, because that that connects with our language more. Um, and so there, there's almost like this intimidation that's happening, um, and not really in an or not at all in an abusive way, but in this way that's saying like you would honor like your earthly governor more than you would honor the king of heaven's armies. And this is clearly your, your religious practices, your sacrifices have become greatly defective. So what kinds, um, what are your thoughts on everything going on here in the latter half of Malachi one? Yeah, I think you're exactly right that what God is trying to provide the people with is a sense of perspective. 
here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, I mean, he starts with, you know, would you offer that to the governor? But you're right that the ultimate thing is the Lord of heaven's armies, right? The Lord of hosts, and you're mistreating him. You give him your leftovers. You give him lame, sick animals that the governor wouldn't even, you wouldn't even try that with the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, we think about this in our own lives in the way that we can do the same with God, give him our leftovers. You know, if I have some time in my day, then maybe I'll pull out my Bible. If Mm -hmm. I've got some money left in my bank account, then maybe I'll donate it or, uh, you know, I'll give it to the church, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. Mm -hmm. And Malachi is challenging that mindset completely saying, no, 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 no. God needs to be our priority, not, Mm -hmm. not what we have left. Uh, And so it's just really striking how God does this. And again, we talked about this yesterday, but the conversational way in which this is expressed in Malachi also is powerful. And, you know, it reminds me of these engagements that I may sometimes have with my children. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. you haven't obeyed me. What? How have I not obeyed you? Right? I did this. I did that. How how is it short of your expectations? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so God is... That through the way that Malachi presents this, that's another convicting feature of the text. And it encourages us to ask similar questions of ourselves, oh, man. but not yeah. in this kind of sarcastic way that it's presented here. But honestly, how have I despised God in the way that I've behaved? Yeah. How yeah. has my behavior polluted God's name? How has it mm. brought disfavor to God instead of bringing favor to God? Uh, mm. And that's convicting. Super convicting. Yeah. You know, I've actually been thinking about this lately. Um, the, the device of basically taking, you know, a service or like a way that we relate to God and holding it up to like, would this be like, would I hold the same standard with, you know, like a fellow man, like the whole Mm. governor thing that's presented here. I've even thought about like in my prayer life, like, the way that I talk to God, if I if I had the same level of focus and consistency, and uh, you know maybe self centeredness or whatever in the way that I talk to Jenna, how would that affect our marriage? And because I, I realize you know a lot of times like you know my prayer can be uh, really distracted or cut short or focused on myself, and like I wouldn't even talk to my own wife the way that I pray yeah. a lot of the times. And and that's like a very convicting, challenging thought. And, uh, and so I, I think you're dead on, like there's so many ways that we can apply this and, and say, you know, take different, um, different principles, the way we study God's word, the way we pray, the way we treat the church. Um, you know, like, do I, do I treat, I mean, I, I work for the church, but hypothetically, if I didn't, do I treat my company with greater respect than I treat my church, you know, my fellow believers? And, and so um, I, I think that that is a very, you know, compelling practice and mindset to take from this. Yeah. And I don't want to overlook verse 11, which is an incredibly striking oh, passage, man. striking verse in the midst of this. And it's part of that way in which Malachi puts everything in perspective, um, the Lord is saying, listen, 
from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, mm-hmm. a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. There's a little bit of, I mean, do you understand who I am? I'm not just your God here in Israel. I am the God of the entire world. I think that's what totally. rising of the sun to its setting actually is a geographic reference. I mean, it mm-hmm. could be all day, but I think it also is, you know, the sun rises on one side of the earth and sets on the other. So everything in between is under God's control. My name will be great among the nations. There's a little bit of God saying to Israel here, you can decide whether you're going to be a part of this or not, (laughs) but my name is going to be great among the nations. Uh, And yeah. And so we're given that same choice. Do we want to be a part of God's name being made great among the nations or do we want to sit on the sidelines? Mm. You know, it makes me think of Psalm 19, which starts Mm -hmm. with uh, the heavens declare the glory of God, the sky above proclaims his handiwork. And then it kind of goes into this discourse about how the very heavens and skies just reveal this knowledge and glory of God. And then uh, there's this very striking image of the sun coming out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber and like a strong man in a race running across the sky and nothing yeah. is hidden from its heat. It's it's this very epic idea of, you know, God's glory is just kind of pouring all over the earth just from yeah. like the heavenly bodies alone. And then, um, you know, it, it turns to the goodness of God's words and his, his commands. And, uh, and then it ends with this famous, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And I, I think what you said is dead on. The the idea that our our faith does not sustain God. You know, God will be great among the nations. He will be king over all. He always has been, he always will be. And we are being invited into his kingdom. And so there there's the the tendency is to get it twisted and to think like God is just a thing we need to take care of. And then we can kind of do our other stuff as well on top of that. But it's like, no, you're being graciously invited into this kingdom um, that, you know, you don't deserve to be in. And yet it's a high, the highest joy and the highest, you know, place that you could have. And so um, I, I think that that is such a, an important note as, you know, the Lord is, what was the point of this indictment that he's bringing against Israel is to invite them into this kingdom. Yeah, and how beautiful it is. And I'm glad you brought in Psalm 19 as a parallel because it presents the positive side of what we're seeing here. This Mm -hmm. beautiful picture of God's glory and to think that we get to be a part of that. But how do the Israelites respond here? Uh, Verse 13, you say, what a weariness this is, and you snort at it. (laughs) And is that our response? We have the opportunity to bring glory to God. And do we say, oh, this is so weary, and do we snort at Mm -hmm. it? Uh, Mm -hmm. That's convicting. It's a challenge. Very. Absolutely. Well, another another helpful and convicting word from Malachi today uh, for Will Kynes. This is Will Carlisle, and we will see you tomorrow in Malachi 2 on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.